This podcast is for investment professionals only. It is not for distribution to retail investors. This material has been provided for information and educational purposes only. It is not an offer or solicitation to buy securities. The information provided and the views expressed in this podcast could change and are not necessarily the views of Premier Mighton. Reference to any stock, fund or investment should not be considered advice or an investment recommendation. Any reference to past performance is not a guide to future returns and the value of investments can fall as well as rise. You are listening to the Perspective series from Premier Mighton, a regular podcast on investment views from Premier Mighton's macro-thematic multi-asset team. I'm Anthony Rayner, co-fund manager with David Jane of Premier Mighton's range of macro-thematic multi-asset funds. In this series, we provide our personal views and individual perspectives across a broad range of investment-focused topics based on over 50 years of combined investment experience. There is a very loud and dominant narrative that inflation is falling. Indeed, headline inflation, or inflation across an entire economy with nothing stripped out, is falling sharply across several major economies. However, core inflation tells a very different story. This metric is considered a much better measure of underlying inflation as it strips out food and energy. That might sound like cherry picking, but stripping these two volatile components out actually has a lot of merit. The price of food in the short term is often very much driven by changes in supply, which in turn is often driven by changing weather patterns. Similarly, the price of oil in the short term is often driven by changes in supply through the OPEC plus cartel. This is not to say that demand is not relevant, but demand for food and oil tends to be steadier. As a result, the majority of short-term changes in the price of food and oil will likely be more driven by supply than demand, and therefore, any price disturbance will likely be less related to a trend change in an economy's underlying inflation. That's not to say that food and oil prices are not important. In part, their importance is why their demand is so steady. They are, of course, crucial inputs into an economy and society, not to mention very politically sensitive, with sustained price rises in both or either often leading to civil unrest. To ignore them would be wrong, but to focus only on the headline measure of inflation is also wrong. Recent data from Bloomberg shows core inflation staying high in major Western economies, at above 5% and showing little signs of falling. Another measure of inflation, services inflation, has a similar profile to core inflation in that it remains elevated in a historical context and shows little sign of falling either. Services inflation, due to its nature, tends to be more domestic-driven and especially wages-driven, and so is also a key focus for policymakers. We don't predict central bank action or their bias, but we believe that policymakers will be data-dependent to protect credibility. If core and services inflation remain higher for longer, we can expect interest rates to remain higher for longer too as central banks understandably focus on these metrics more than the headline number. This is very relevant for companies and financial markets. We already have the lagged impact of one of the fastest and largest rises in rates in play. But if rates remain high, and so keep the cost of capital high, there will be a higher bar for investment. It will continue to hurt the more indebted and speculative entities with the safer and stronger likely to benefit. This is not just relevant across equity, but also corporate bonds, as well as government bonds and their respective currencies. 
In contrast, the immediate focus for markets seems to be whether the Fed can be the provider of liquidity again to the degree that it pushes markets higher, as it was for many years before inflation returned. Understandably, the market's focus is not on higher for longer rates and whether that might push the world to a more stagflationary environment. This is not our base case, but it is a scenario which we consider. Similarly, we believe it almost inevitable that the longer rates stay higher, the more likely things continue to break. See the evolving banking crisis. Nevertheless, as is their custom, markets are taking a single issue approach with the narrative around falling inflation drowning out a more objective scenario analysis. Thank you for listening. I hope you found this episode interesting. Look out for other episodes in the Perspective series. This podcast is for investment professionals only and is issued by Premier Might and Investors, which is the marketing name for Premier Portfolio Managers Limited and Premier Fund Managers Limited, which are authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority. The value of investments can fall as well as rise.